you look at their defensive fullback, defensive defensive midfielder, defensive striker, Roberto Firmino, and <laughs> the brother doesn't score goals. The brother has played 37 goals in all comps this season. Guess how many goals he scored? Our survey says, guess, five? <laughs> so close. And the fact, I'm even going to give it to you. He's got six goals in 37 appearances this season. And that's like, your striker, bro. And that's your striker. And that, you want that's nearly better than Anthony Martial. And you want to, and and the thing is, he plays in a system that Martial will probably dream of playing in. Where oh there's chances for Lord, do you know right. what I'm saying? Right. So like, you you can't tell me this is the best output for. Yo, you say I'm in a battle like Vidic. Yeah, man, I got 90 minutes. I got my eye on the ball, but I see red on my right, no Kimmich But if you reach his pocket, I'm gonna see cards from Dean That's a one-match ban from leagues, so I can't ride out for the team So I can't ride out for the team If they ask me who the goal is, I gotta say Nicholas Bentner I know I'm just joking, everyone knows that Messi is better I'm tryna get my Sterling up in this city, so see we play As soon as my child can walk, it's straight Project Mbappé Bun all the verbal, as soon as I hear that whistle we get straight to the action. To the Come on, lads, where's the passion? passion. Do like Alamat C, we wear headbands for the fashion. If the defenders drop back, we counter and then attack them. I got my eye on the ball. I got my eye on the ball, yeah. I got my eye on the ball. I got my eye on the ball, yeah. I got my eye on the ball. I got my eye on the ball. Yes, yes, people, we're back, man. We're back for another episode of Eyes on the Ball. I'm coming with that smooth vibe today, man. No need to be, no need to be all to be all loud to know that the energy is there. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're taking it back, man. We're throwing it back. Two man up tonight. Two man up for today's show. Gruesome, um, gruesome in that. You know, like that. You know, like that. I like, I like that still. I like that. But no, nah, man. There's a lot to talk about, man. A lot has been a lot. Has happened before, over before we get cracking, before we get cracking, let me just address. The oh, hey, hey, do you know what? Energy needs to come The week, hey, hey, last week, Daniel, last week, he said rain, sleet, or snow. Snow, he said he's here. <laughs> cool, we're sending shots. Josh, you have been called for because, bro, you said rain, whatever, yep. snow, you said um, windy, you said you're yep. here. <laughs> we know City are winning the league already. We let you off the hook for supporting City. You left Arsenal to go support City, <laughs> and you're there with City. And now the week that they lost, conveniently, you're not Ab- about. Conveniently absent, you know. Manchester United come to the Etihad once again. You know, do what we usually do, and Josh, Josh is nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Poor. And listen, the same. Conver- you know, let me not get too. I don't know if we'll touch on this, but listen, Josh was talking about. You know, Gundogan, De Bruyne, you know, being so clear, Bruno. Listen, where, where were those guys? Where were those guys? Where were they? And at Bruno, the end of the day, look, the, the, the premium the premium question is like, of course, look, City are, will always and forever be better off with Kevin De Bruyne and their team. Definitely but you have to just look at, the, look at the facts that they've slightly played. I don't know if it's because... Kevin De Bruyne came to the latter end of the of the winning streak, but they they played better when he wasn't there. Maybe it's because Gundogan's there as well, so he's occupying that kind of. You, I, I think maybe it's because you can't play Gundogan, Jesus, and De Bruyne. That could be it. 
maybe, maybe. If you look at if you look at it, Gundogan didn't play against Wolves, and I don't know if he came on in that game. I can't remember, but the game they won four one. Gundogan didn't start that game, and they they obviously um what's it called? Like they performed better in it. Like yeah. you can't have all three of them because they occupy the same positions. I don't know. That's just a theory. I think, it? What I think it is is. They're so used to De Bruyne being the main supply line, do you know what I mean? It's getting goals, getting assists, that when he comes back, it's like everyone's... The pressure that they're putting on themselves is not the same. Do you know what I mean? Because when he ain't there, they're doing it by committee. You know, Foden playing... I didn't even, even, even flip that. I even, oh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm even going to agree with that Like and tweak it slightly where it's like... Because De Bruyne comes back, it's like, yeah, cool. De Bruyne's back. Wait off our back. Yeah, yeah, let him take off. But then I don't know if it's necessarily a player's thing. It could also be... A uh, a, Yeah, like, because you, you bring in a guy of the stature of De Bruyne. Exactly. Like, you got to find him. Else, yeah, there's nothing else you can do. Like, you have to play through him. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you want to win the game, you have to play through your best player. So, look, okay. uh, there's no point... Look, we're, we're, we're just talking football. There's no point saying... City aren't gonna lose the league because of this game. Wow. They're not gonna. They're not gonna go on some terrible run. They'll probably win their next game as well. Mm-hmm. They went on the what 20, 20, 21 uh, wins on twenty one wins on a spin. Like, bro, comp. It, even though it got broken, bro, that is a mad That's a streak. Black streak. Yeah, crazy mad streaks. But yeah, man, Undertaker vibes in it. Streak has ended. Um, <laughs> We've just been seeing streaks end all over the gaff. But in terms of Man United, though, the thing I wanted to ask you is, and obviously we've been talking all year, like, you know me, I've been saying it all year, that United fans need to cut this guy some slack. You lot, you lot are too um, forward with the, with the with the Oli out agenda and all of that. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, the grass isn't necessarily greener on the other side, you know what I'm saying? But... Yeah. There's never going to be, or there never seems like there's going to be a situation where Oli can even be sacked, because even when his backs are against, when his back is against the wall, <clears throat> like when 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 you expect him to lose, they come up. Your Buki side. Let me let's not get it twisted. United don't really play necessarily a, a great brand of football. We've all yeah. agreed that they yeah, don't exactly. necessarily have the greatest of defenses. We all agreed. Yeah. That. All midfields. All midfields. However, they find themselves second. They've had terrible results this season, but they've also had great results this season. You're one of the bookiest, weirdest sides to predict in yep. the league. And it's been like, like that ever since Oli showed up. Literally. And the, the point is, why? Like, why? I think, I obviously, every game is its own, you know, has a life of its own. But, I think away from home, bro, we're deadly. Like on the counter, in, when it, when you're asking us to sit back, hit teams on the break, bro, we cause teams a lot of problems because McTominay and Fred, those guys aren't great on the ball, but when the opposition has the ball and you're asking them to, you know, stick, you know, just hound the ball, you know, be pests, bro, them man do their job. Do you know what I mean? We soak things up well. Also, we've obviously got Arwan Bissaka. I don't want to get up, but listen, Raheem Sterling is somewhere deep in the Bro, pocket Sterling, right now. Sterling cannot do anything when he faces <laughs> AWB. Man, I'm not saying it's because he grew up as a United fan that he, he's taking it lightly. 22 <laughs> games against Manchester United, no goals. And 
I think one every time he's played one Bissaka now. Yeah, he struggled. Like he struggled. One him. But um, yeah, fam, when you got the likes of Rashford and Marshall also, that's one thing that I think we sleep on. He's a big part of the way we play on the break as well. Do you know what I mean? Because he's he can hold up the ball, but he can also run at players. Do you know what I mean? Because what he was doing today to Ruben Diaz and Stones, them man weren't having fun, bro. Do you know what I mean? He was shrugging them man off, uh, dribbling with the ball. Like, he was playing really well. Um, even Dan James. I'm not, like, saying that he's pulling up trees. But when you're talking about playing on the break, that yeah. guy is valuable. Do you know what I mean? He and can look, pick up the ball. You, you can, you can criticise him all you want. He had a good game. He That's what well. I'm saying. And right. listen, the past couple games he's played really well. Yeah. So um, in terms of us being bookie, I just think away from home, we are a tough team to face, tough out regardless. But at home, that's where we struggle. Do you know what I mean? We've lost to the likes of Sheffield United at home. Do you know what mm. I mean? That that just shows the two ends of the spectrum. We've gone to that, we can go to the Etihad, get a 2-0 win, but then we can also go up against Sheffield United, worst team in the league, and lose at Old Trafford. I think that just that's 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 what we are right now. We're just a crazy ass team, fam. But no, you got to enjoy it at the same time, man. You got to enjoy no, it. No, for sure, you for sure. But then I guess it's looking at the bigger picture and it's the direction that you're going in, isn't it? That's like, why. That's what the fans are. So we just want a clarity. Do you know what I mean? Because really and truly, this Higgy Hagar, you know, Jekyll and Hyde type thing, it's fun. You might have moments where you go uh, park the France and win, or Etihad and win, but it can't be that Sheffield United can come to Old Trafford and even dream about winning. Do you know what I mean? That should never, ever happen. I guess for me, it's not it's not necessarily the Sheffield United thing in a nutshell. Look, the Premier League is now at a stage where it's so competitive that any team on their day can win if you don't show up, if you decide not to show up. But it's the fact that you want it's to go trend. into games with the confidence that... Exactly. There's that you know, fam. Ferguson had shocks. There were surprises in the Ferguson era, but it's no, but that's that. what I'm saying. Ours is not only shocks, bro. We've Arsenal have come to to OT and one. Yeah, yeah. Tottenham yeah. came on one six one, battered us. Everton, we had the game wrapped up. They come back. We end up during the game three three. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, if sure. at home, we we need to um focus on our home form because away from home, bro, we're monstrous, fam. It's just at home that no, no. I agree with you, man. I just think. With the United, when I when I look at the team and how they play currently, it's it's it, it, a tweet even in a nutshell highlighted some of the issues. Like he he was looking at the midfield and he basically said one midfielder is calm on the ball but can't pass, which is McTominay, and the other one isn't calm and can't pass, which is Fred. So it's wow. like it's literally the, just the only God. guy we have that can pass is an old man, fam. He's a man like Matic. Yeah, and even then, oh, like he, he only doesn't, doesn't, get chance, doesn't even cover the ground that he he, he, he used to. So exactly, that's another thing. Yeah, Donny don't get a chance. We know that already. But that's just down to management. Look, at the end of the day, I'm not against him not playing Donny because you're you're you're, you're second in the league. Yeah, exactly. and he trusts his players. So you can only criticize a manager for not playing certain players when you're, you're not where you want to be. Yeah, yeah, you're not where you want to be. And as much as yeah, maybe second is a false image of the, the performances that you've had this season, every other team has also been given ample chance to get into that second spot and they haven't taken it. So obviously other teams are doing worse. But what I would say though is like, in addition, sorry, the last thing in terms of United per se is again, the Bruno thing. Obviously he had that interview, which was, I think it got deleted as well, got taken yeah. down where he was talking about um, people Spoiling. getting on him at the top yeah, six. Yeah. 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 And obviously... 
in Bruno style scored a penalty. Yep. I think I do still think look, Bruno, yeah, he's 26. There's still levels for him to, to attain to. Like I think his final ball can improve a lot, a for lot sure. more than, than than it is right now. Um yeah. definitely, definitely. And you know, on this platform, we can easily say we're wrong. It was premature to put him on the same level as Kevin De Bruyne, even though Kevin De Bruyne didn't show up today. Um or yesterday when you lot watched this. Um, I think it was premature, definitely. But, but I think I think that's that's see that's where people um we we misconstrue things because I think at that moment while he's scoring a goal every game or assist every game, you was a good question. Yeah, I mean, yeah, bro. At the and time, at the time, KDB was. That's why I say, bro. We separate what's happening right now and the big picture. Do you know what I'm saying? I've always um maintained in the big picture, you have to take Kevin De Bruyne, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Just based on the way he plays and his body of work. But yeah. what Bruno Fernandes has done for United in the present, bro, he, he's as impactful as any player in the league. Do you know what I mean? And we just need to understand that it's two separate conversations. Yeah. So going forward then, if you're looking at Man United, how would you... What, what, what would you sign if you had the opportunity to realistically, though? Like, obviously, I know there's things you want to happen. Yeah, yeah, really. realistically. What do you I think, think you do next season been, to challenge so for the league? Far, of Dean Henderson, that's the first thing I'm saying. I want him to. He's my number one. Really, I love. Yeah, I love the way he commands his box. Um, and the thing with him is he's not. He's not. He doesn't excel in any one great area, but he doesn't have a lot of flaws either. Do you got what I mean? So he's a steady Eddie. Mm. David De Gea, it's like he's great at one thing, but then his shortcomings. He's horrible at another thing. Do you got what I mean? In terms of commanding his box, he's he's suspect. Shot stopping, mm. we know he's amazing. But I'm tired of, you know, teams being able to take advantage of his weaknesses. De Gea, De Gea is still 30. He's quite young. So what, you, you make that decision. It has to be ruthless to be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, bro. And the, this is just the initial aspect, isn't it, in terms of the, the qualities as a keeper. Uh, why I'm Another reason why I'm rolling with Dean is De Gea is the highest paid player at the club, bro. And he is on stupid money. We're talking yeah. 350 bags plus a week. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And if we're being honest, bro, that can pull Pogba now. There's talks about him negotiating his contract. He's going to want to be the highest paid player at the club. Yeah. And are we going to have two players making over 350 bags a week? Do you know what I'm saying? And Marcus Rashford is going to come to a contract soon. He's going to say, listen, I deserve to be the highest paid player at the club. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm saying big picture. And right now, right now, I think it's a wash. Like, I'm not upset whoever starts between the two of them. But going into next season, I'm ready to commit to Dean, bro. Yeah. Um, other positions I want to address. I think we need a right back, someone to come in and compete with Wan Bissaka, even if it's not take his spot, just compete with him. Because we've seen, you know, the way Luke Shaw has played since Tellers has arrived. Want to see that again. Need a centre back, um, a leader, you know, someone that Maguire or Lindelof can partner. That's mandatory. Um, need a gunman striker. For me, I'm looking at Harry Another Kane. Striker. Yeah, yeah. Bro, another, we need a main man. We ain't got a main man right now. Mm. As much as I like Martial, I think he's a he's a piece. Do you know what I mean? He's a piece of our, our front line, but he's not a main man. Um, yeah. I think we need a main man, whether that's Harry Kane, whether that's Haaland, one of those guys, and uh, a couple centre mids. That's for me. A couple centre mids. Man, man said a whole team. <laughs> yeah, um, bro. It's, that's the reality, though. That's the reality. When I say centre mids, maybe that means Donny van der Beek gets embedded into the team more. Do you know what I'm saying? I think we need to also change up our formation. I want to see more 4-3-3s. Three, 
because that allows the Donny van der Beeks, Bruno, not every day banging the 10, sometimes come deeper, banging the 8, be more conservative. It's not every day that your pass completion should be negative, minus 70%. You know what I mean, yeah. sometimes be the Portuguese Bruno. Also allows van der Beek to come in and play in a flat three. McTominay, I think, will play better in a flat three as well because he yeah. will give him a chance to go forward. But um, yeah, man, I think our spine needs to be um, rejugged, but we got a deep team. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's about improving our first 11. That's what I'm looking at because I you feel think, like our depth is good, but first 11 needs him. Do you think when you look at someone like Lingard who's playing well, you take him back and embed him as a piece again? No, he never no, I'm looking at Lingard as as a as a valuable asset to move on from, bro. Listen, Ever, Everton got 40 mil for a Wobi. With the way Lingard's playing right now, bro, I think Lingard could fetch a nice little price tag, bro. Well, a cheeky think, 35 M's. Bro, I'm thinking that we can get a 35, maybe 40 for Lingard. Do you know what I mean? And that's <laughs> that's a nice little baby. You're not getting 40 for Lingard. Wobi had age on his side, man. Fam, Lingard's what, 26, 27? No, he's probably 28. Let me check that quickly. <laughs> Lingard's right, 28, bruv. <laughs> he's, <laughs> even, he's, he's even turning 29 this year, bruv. Right, Whatever we can get, bro, 30 mil, I'm happy with that, man. Because um, I think a couple teams will, will look at him with the way he's playing right now for West Ham. So, um, yeah, yeah no. I use him as a, a guy we move on from, man. Yeah, no, definitely, man. No, look, United, like I said, man, that's a strange team. I guess it's really vibes right now, but the indictment on United, I would say, is that can this method or mode win you things on the longevity side of things? Exactly. Because, bro, we know when it comes to highest level of competition, counter-attack is not... It's not... um like You can't go into every game saying we're going to counter. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Precisely. And I think what it is is that also that, like... I can see, I can see you winning a trophy on an Oli, but it's the, it's whether you can breed continued success. Look at what we're seeing with Liverpool right now. Like that team was so good, and they're struggling to continue yeah. that success. So it, it, that's the question. United haven't even hit the barrier yet where they can hit, win that first trophy to exactly. even talk about continued success. Do you know, what and I'm saying? Um, before we get there, I think it's a priority we keep Paul Pogba, man. Either yeah. we keep him or we bring in. Someone that look, I don't even because I've been screaming Grealish to replace him. I'd be happy with that. But for me, you do whatever you can to keep Paul Pogba, man. Like if David De Gea is on stupid money. I'd rather get rid of him, give that money to PP, fam. Yeah, nah. But on a final point, yeah, man. Josh, Pep's head got slapped as in slapped. <laughs> no three points today for you, bro. Real quick, real quick, real quick. He, he said, he said that they're, they're not slapping Pep's head anymore, bro. Oli said, come here, young come here, boy. Come here, young buck. Come here, my young buck, man. Hey, like, listen, Oli goes to the Etihad and does that on a reg. I think that's, that's three times now, like, on the on the spin. Yeah. He's one away from home. So I'll give him credit for that, fam. That's a tough place to go. 100%. Like, Getting the job done. As much as you want to criticize Oli, maybe for his personal tactics and that, look, you cannot get onto the job that he's managed to do because his job description, like I always use as an example, if it was, this was manager mode, if this was FM, he had the description which was to build the club back up to a place yeah. where it could at least maybe he's, he's move at, he's on. At, he's from at B plus right now, bro. Very pleased. Very oh, pleased. Yeah. B plus. You know saying like as much as the fans want to see the bigger picture and they see another manager being the one to take you over the hill 
You still you have to look at the present. Exactly. You can't discredit what this brother has done, man. Yeah, That's exactly. why, me personally, again, I use Lampard as an example. I think Lampard gave us a nice platform getting us Champions League with no with no with a transfer ban to just set us in a nice a nice good stead for Tuchel to now come in and do what he needs to do with okay. his team and just build up on that. Do you know what I'm saying? Not only in terms of Champions League, also embedded the youngsters. Embedded the youngsters that can be used. Mason Mount. Mason Mount's looking like he's going to be the leader of your team, and that's courtesy of Lamps, fam. So hundred percent. So that's 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 literally the same thing with Oli, in it. But it's just yet to be seen whether United will move on from Oli or if they're comfy with what they're seeing right now. And yeah, because he's going into the last year of his deal, I believe. So this is going to be a huge summer, not only in terms of uh, signings, also in terms of the direction of the club. Like it should be clear uh, how they, you know, view things long term. No, 100%. So from the ending of one streak to the renewal of another streak, six L's at Anfield. Like, they just keep losing and the transitions they are. Bro, you already <laughs> know I've got them on lock, man. But the point is, like, my thing about Liverpool is forget the game. Forget the game. I don't even want to talk about the game, in it. Game's not the point. And one of my boys, one of my closest boys, who we, we, we fight all the time. I won't even name drop him, but we fight all the time about Liverpool. He disagrees with a lot of my opinions about Liverpool. But when he even said today, and he messaged me saying, in the group chat saying, ah, oh, like, I don't even know anymore. Like, it's not the injuries that I knew. Like, a conversation needs to be had because, Definitely. come on, man. You cannot be losing as champions. I don't even think the teams that have finished, the Leicester team that finished 12th after winning the league and the Mourinho team that finished 10th, I don't think they lost six on the bounce at home. No I don't think way. That I, don't, I, I don't remember the last time that's happened at all. Six man. on the bounce at home is scary by a champion. Like, Whoa. by a champion. Te- a, team, a team that we said is, is one of the best that we've seen. A team that they said had Alisson, Trent, Robertson, Fabinho... Um, as all the world-class players on that team like i don't remember the and just because one world-class player is missing the whole team crumbles nah bro bare man have gone missing bro bare man have gone missing and when we talk about six l's it's not just six l's they've taken l's to fulham i think i think brighton burnley Burnley. yeah (laughs) Bro, they're taking else to some teams where you're thinking LC, like what? LC, and I can't remember the last team. Yeah, I think yeah. one of the top team. But um, bro, like it's crazy right now. And the thing is, yeah, what 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 do you think is the actual cause of it? Do you feel because I feel like it's a snowball effect? But what was the original? Let me break it down. For you. My opinion is, look, this is becoming the trademark of a clock team. Yeah, the sample size is quite small, but we have to look at it for what it is. When he was at Dortmund, he spent about five years at Dortmund. So a longer sample size. He won the league, I believe, twice. Um, won the Bundesliga back-to-back with Dortmund. Um, so he built them to a place where they could compete. I think he then had um, two second-place finishes after that. And then his final season. His final season now was a big season. Gundogan got injured the season, I think, prior. So he was coming back off a long-term injury. Royce got injured at the beginning of the season. A very, very... like. It's his teams that get serious injuries, as in, like, very, very bad, like, cruciate ligament or, or, or something. Of course, the Van Dijk one wasn't his doing. We're not we're not blaming him. Of course, that was all picked for, didn't it? But 
muscular injuries to Gomez, Matip, Fabinho, Trent, like Henderson, Milner. We've seen like th- th- your training methods need to be questioned. What are you doing? To, what What are you doing to your players in training, bro? Like, and not you- only that, bro. Fam, quote FM, fam. There's a reason why they always tell us about the the intensity in the game. Being too high. We're not managers, so let's even use what we, we, we as an what we use no. as an indicator to, to, to what's it called our management styles and whatnot. Like FM basically says if you use that Gergen press style like for too long, players will start getting injured. You exactly. need to settle it down. Exactly. And I think the biggest indictment on Klopp's tactics is ego. And I, what 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 I take it back to is what Lampard said: one title and you're giving it the big one. The reason why I say that is because you cannot look at your team, see the losses that you've taken, and carry on playing this high line football. Steal one of one of our favorites. Did you see their back four? Their back four today. Oh my days! Bro, it's, <laughs> like, they were like Fulham would play one line breaking pass. And they're on ropes, like they're on the ropes. It's like a fighter who wants to close down, he closes you down, like he closes you down, closes the space in the ring, but one bang and he's all over the place. Bro, you you close down the ring because you trust your chin. Like, do you know what I'm saying? You trust that you can take a bang. They can't even take a bang no more. They can't even take a bang anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? Before, when when you went Anfield and scored, you would have to sell your soul to 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 to, to say, oh, they won't like score in that game or even yeah. win, not even score." But it's it's arrogance, it's arrogance, pride, ego, whatever you want to call it, to carry on playing that high defensive line with the current players that you have. It's not hard for a manager of his caliber, someone that we called world class, someone that we probably probably still regard as the second best in the world. Yeah, it's not beyond. Your 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 remit to go into training one week and say, look, we're just gonna drop ten yards. And fam, this yards. is something that we've always um banged banged on when it comes to Pep. Do you know what I mean? Adaptability. Exactly. You know what I mean? And Klopp's proven, bro, that he, he's unable to adjust. There's no way that you can bring in um Reese Williams, Nico Williams, all Kabak, all of these and guys, ask them to, and ask them to play as if they're Van Dyke, Matip, uh, Trent, and then Mandela. It's just it's He's just living in dreamland if he thinks that he's going to get the results that he expects. And look, I said it already. It's irresponsible from him, man, because that is absolving yourself of managerial duties because you believe you're the champions. Come on, man. You're better than this. Like, you Bam, to- you've got to coach what you have, not like coaching in some fantasy league. Like, you have to literally coach what you have, bro. And that's the term that's often, that's often being used. Off-the-cuff football, like... If you want to talk about vibes, when people say Oli just says go out there and have fun and all of that, bro, that's the kind of football I'm seeing from Liverpool. It's like Klopp is saying, ah, restore your inner 2019-2020 season and just you you get the goal kind of thing. Like, fair enough, Fulham the Fulham game aside, they haven't looked they haven't looked dangerous in any of the other games. Fulham game, they were dangerous. At least they created chances in that game and Good saves and good like defending and whatnot, yeah. but bro, it's Fulham at the end of the day. If they weren't creating chances against Fulham, then there would be huge problems. Do you know what I'm saying? And bro, I think that remember I was saying it to you, man. You and Josh and you guys were surprised at me. I said I'm looking at the front line. 
I said I'm looking at the front line. Sadio Mane. No, I'm I'm not surprised about that. I've said it. Look, Sadio Mane, people are gonna get on the same guy this season, man. People are gonna get on to me for saying it. And yeah, cool, he could go on next season and have a have a great season. But I said it was too early when people were calling him world class according to my criteria, innit? Like I know he's had world class seasons. He had two world class seasons, and I know you disagree with me. That's fine. Like mm -hmm. I'm not even this is not a hill I'm dying on. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. even care. But the point for me is that, like, you have to step up. Definitely. Salah at least is the top goal scorer in the league. So he can say he has carried on doing what he does. And we've all acknowledged that Salah is a goal scorer. He's not necessarily the greatest of players. But you can't continue to rely on him because at the end of the day, their success has been because the goals have come from the rest of the, the, the guys. Let me let me try and quickly bring up Mane. Mane. How many goals has Mane scored this season? Like, I'm, I'm single senior. digits, probably single digits, bro. I don't even think he scored more goals than than um flipping Werner in the league, bro. And if we're I being mean, honest, bro, um, this is why we said the Jota signing was so huge. Do you know what I mean? When Jota was still about, they were still finding a way to grind out games, still scoring goals. Jota will come up with a goal here and there. He leaves, and bro, they look like a mess. Even today, first game back from injury, didn't look great, but. As a team, man, I just feel like they... I don't know if it's like they need a shot of like adrenaline or it's like they... I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with them. Like, hey, let, me you, like, let me tell you... Let me tell you They're lost in the black hole right now, it feels like. My biggest problem as well is that when we were telling them that the the You never highlight an issue if everything's working. You know exactly. what I'm saying? When everything's working, you never highlight issues. But we saw some unconventional things about that team. So their wingers were their prime goal scorers. Mm -hmm. Their striker was someone who was a defensive striker, defensive fullback, defensive, defensive. Their fullbacks were their most creative players. Their fullbacks, fullbacks were most creative players. Their midfield, their midfield literally had no goals in it. Like literally. no goals. In it, you know? So we highlighted some of these things to them and said that if they want to carry on being the best that there's some things that they might need to tweak. So bringing in maybe a goal scorer in midfield or like, look, someone like Adam Lallana, if he was fully fit, would be very, very useful to them. You could look, you look at some of the important goals he scored for Liverpool in the past yeah. before he... Had. He even scored on the, on the, during on the, the week, week, I think. Exactly. You look at their defensive fullback, defensive, defensive midfielder, defensive striker, Roberto Firmino, and <laughs> the brother doesn't score goals. The brother has played 37 goals in all comps this season. Guess how many goals he scored? Our survey says, guess. Five? Pfft, so close. And the fact, I'm even going to give it to you. He's got six <laughs> goals in 37 appearances this season. And that's like, your striker, bro. And that's your striker. And that, you want That's nearly better than Anthony Martial. And you want to... And, and the thing is, he plays in a system that Martial will probably dream of playing in. Where oh, there's my Charles days. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Right. So, like, you, you can't tell me this is the best output from your main striker. It's not good enough. I'm sorry. I don't and even bro, remember we said it when they um when they missed out on Timo Werner. We were saying, bro, that like even if it wasn't Timo Werner that you ended up bringing in, you have to add um reinforcements. And they tried it with Jota, but I feel like the Jota injury really like put the no, and of course I think when we have debates about the worst Premier League champions of all time, we can factor in the injuries. That's when yeah, the injuries becomes a debate. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you can say, 
cool. Let's provide context. They lost so many players, had so many partnerships. But when we're talking about the season in isolation, how do you get results and wins? Mm-hmm. You do not need Virgil van Dijk to beat Fulham, Brighton and Burnley. Exactly. You do not need him to do that. I don't. I'm, I refuse to believe that because as much as the arguments have been Van Dijk switches the emphasis of play for them or sets the tone for attacks, you can find another way to beat these guys. Like we're moving. That's, as the, that's the point, bro. That, that that what you need to do is find another way, and it feels like Klopp isn't trying to do that. He's trying to stick to what he does and just hope that things pan out anyway. And I think that that's the issue, bro. Like, you have to adjust. I think that's also linked to the fact that the point that we've been making for a while, that's why Thiago has struggled to be embedded into the team. Because there haven't been adjustments to their style of play. Do you know what I mean? And the the funny thing is, if you make a system that actually plays to Thiago's strengths, you never know you could unlock the best in him. Bro, you will unlock the best in him. We we know he's a top-class player. Yeah, facts. They just had to adjust and it feels like they haven't done so, fam. And then on top of that, when you look at like um the 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 fluidity of the team, like we're talking about how they get from front to back or from back to front, should I say, and get the 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 ball and the chances to their attackers. They just seem a yard off the pace. Like Mane looks heavy. Like my dad uses that term all the time. These they look heavy. You know what I'm saying? They look they just look like they're a yard off the pace. And yeah. that's that's a, that's an issue. And the reason why the goals need to be highlighted even more is because in these games they are not scoring. How on earth in 2021 their one goal in the Premier League was a was a penalty in a four-one defeat to Man City? Their one goal against Fulham, much against Brighton, against Burnley, against Everton, against City, against Chelsea. They've only got one goal against. Yeah, did I say Fulham? I think I said Fulham. They got one goal, one goal, one but, goal, hey, one. Daniel, Daniel, this also goes to a point. Another reason why I'm, 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 I always hammer on. Let's not be hasty when it comes to crowning these guys, fam. Because something like this, this is a, this is a legacy stainer for guys like Sadio Mane, less so Salah, um, Firmino, even uh, himself. Uh, Real Madrid or Barcelona move. Yeah, bro, that's what I'm saying. And in terms of guys that, um, as I said, money, this is a legacy sustainable. There's no way you can be the reigning champs and you haven't scored, um, you scored one goal in 2021 and Ooh. you're on pace to finish what? Money will be lucky to get a move to flipping Tottenham, bruv, let alone Barcelona, man. And bro, money is about to be 30 soon, bro. Like, not a lot of teams are going to be looking at age and money that's slowing down, goals are drying up. Like ever since um he he's it's gone downhill ever since that Champions League season, bro. Yeah, it's gone downhill ever since. What what I will say is as much as we're very, very quick and rightfully so, rightfully so, to criticize how they've performed this season. What I'll say is this is this is a a call to arms, I'll call it. a a a, a time for you to now call next season. Let's see what they're on. Let's see what smoke they're on dishing out. Because if they're on smoke next year, then cool. Yeah, then we give them say, credit again. Yeah, you give them credit again. And the point, the, the reason why I say that is because Pep has won the league in three different ways. And I've forgotten who, who mentioned it and I deeped it and it, I agree. The it was first, Jay. Jay. Yeah, Jay said it. So Pep won the league in three different ways where one, one season he blitzed the league. The next season you saw it was a tussle and he had to fight for the league. And the third season you saw he had to adapt and win the league through... Um, building his def- defense, yeah. So, 
defensive stability. So the reason why I need to see Klopp evolve as a manager is I need to see him win the league differently now. Exactly. I need to see what he does. Yeah, fair enough. You're going to say investment and whatnot. And daddy, daddy, daddy. There's not going to be Coutinho. There's not going to be Suarez money again. But we need to see what he can do because at the end of the day, they've still got one of the best starting 11s in, in right. world football. So yeah. we can't be making excuses for them. That, 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 like, when I think about the team next year, that starting 11 isn't necessarily going to change. I don't see who gets sold. Maybe Firmino. And that's a, that's a big if. Like, yeah. if a good deal comes in for him. I but think when they, I, no, they might bring in a widge replacement. That's the only thing, unless they promote Curtis Jones. Even, but even then, you've still got Curtis Jones, you've got Naby K, you've got Oxley Chamberlain, you've yeah. got you got Milner. I, you I, got think, I think I don't think they can rest on their laurels, bro. I think you've got to no, go no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, of course, improvements can be made to the starting eleven, but I'm saying the current starting eleven isn't going to necessarily change. Yeah, like these are the players that are going to be here next year. Yeah, so, and expectations are going to be title, bro. Exactly, as as well as Chelsea, as well as City, as well as United, like a lot of teams are gonna come with a vengeance. Like they want to be involved in the title race. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so, if they, and especially on top of the fact that they might not get Champions League this season, because now that Tottenham won, right. um, Leicester, Leicester won, won, Chelsea won, like th this is not looking good for City and for Liverpool. Like, but that's that's even more pressure on them, bro. The fact that they potentially don't have European football next season. Bro, there's no excuse for not competing for the league, bro. And that's going to be uh, a season of... Let's not forget, bro. Thiago is a top, top player. Do you got what I mean? Thiago, bro, and that's a season of um, being in the Premier League, getting used to the to the circumstances, adapting, and on clock also. You have this guy. It's up to you to get the best out of him. We haven't seen the best of him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we bro. haven't seen... It. He, The way Klopp's review is, he's a new signing. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um... He's had, uh, you know, he hasn't had the impact that we wanted him to this season, but going into next season, new signing, I'm going to build a role specifically for him so that he can thrive. Same thing with Jota. Even if you don't want to bring in a Firmino replacement, tell Jota, broom, you're going to be our new striker. This is what I want you to do. And the pressure's going to be on, bro. Pressure's on. Yeah. No, facts, man. Facts, facts, facts. But look, Klopp, I hope you can hear us. We're watching you, bro. We're watching you big time. Bro, I'm saying, fam, when we're talking about you in the conversation with Pep, Pep's all time great. When we're bringing you in, in the conversation with Arsene Wenger, um, Jose Mourinho, some of the best managers to have um, coached in the Premier League, bro, you have to meet that standard. If bro. you want to be a part of the group, you have to meet the standard, bro. And Klopp, it's, it's we can't, it can't be a short term thing, bro. I love, you gotta I love using the analogies and the analogy I use to wrap it up is that when you think about law firms, if you want to become a partner, you have to you have to come to the table with a buying. So you have to put your money where your mouth is and drop right. that 350 bag. Right. If you want to be a partner, you know, like that, coming like Harvey, senior you partner. You know, like that, coming like Harvey, <laughs> like Mandela. you can't yeah. be coming to the table with Jurgen Klopp with your chicken chains. Um, fifty bags, your your cheeky seventy bags because you 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 done bits here and there on some cases. Oh, man. Bring it all, your oh, ego, your pride. Bring it all bring to the it. table, bro. I because really and truly, we were comparing them to some of the greatest Premier League sides we've ever seen, bro. And we've never seen this kind of regression from to one season to the next. Really great, and that's the reason why, when it's all said and done, those are going to be nuggets that we'll use. Because the reason why. I don't necessarily 
put that Chelsea Mourinho team in the same bracket as Klopp's team is because that Chelsea Mourinho team wasn't a scintillating, never seen before team. We, that's not a Chelsea team that we put as an all-time great. It's just a Chelsea team that won the league. Simple yeah. like you know And bro, saying? really and truly, we already know the Mourinho timeline. I mean, it's nothing new. Mourinho had succeeds when he arrives, when given the right resources, and he'll be around for three to four I'm, years. And I'm even, ex- exactly. And that's, that's one thing. And then I'm even talking about, like, in isolation. Let's look at back-to-back. How good were those champions? And then how how far was the drop-off? We know the Mourinho timeline. It was champions that dropped off. Yes, facts. Not good enough. Temp, not good enough. But when we look at now, Klopp, we, 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 there's people putting Klopp's team in the in the in top five greatest teams. So for oh, them to have literally not even a year's gap straight after their greatest of all time season, they're they're dropping off like um flipping what's it called Walker Flocker and uh, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> like, come on, man, gotta be better than that, man. Gotta be better than that. Fam, next season the pressure's gonna be on, bro. Like some legacies bro. are on the line, fam, because like. The, the window that they've had, that's why, I, I, for me, the window was closing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I believe last year is going to be their last chance to cement their legacy as one of the greatest three to five year windows in Premier League history. But Facts. that is resting on the back of next season. If they yeah. have a judge of a season next season, bro, that's tarnished. Not Obviously, they'll still be in, held in high regard, but top five conversations, that's dead for me. Yeah, no, facts, facts, facts. Um, I want to talk a bit of Tuchel. Um, I want to talk a bit about my team. Um, I think because we didn't speak about them in detail last week. Mm. And I, I also wanted to give it time before we really had a sample size to analyse what he's done. Mm. Cool. Look, I think... You know what? Let me let me give my thoughts first and I'll, 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 I'll ask you a few things in it. For right. me, it, 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 it's not what I want to see from United. But it's 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 forward looking football. The way the way he approaches the game is it's twenty first century football, bro. I, I don't, I'm not saying that it has to be a free at the back. Do you know what I mean? But the way that he goes about controlling the game, that's the first thing on his mind. How do we keep hold of the ball, create chances, and limit the chances of the opponent? I love that mentality. Do you know what I mean? Because there's a reason why you guys conceded two goals because you keep the ball so well. Do you know what I mean? You might not be scoring uh, goals at the rate that you, you want to, but at the end of the day, you know, you're still creating chances. Do you know what I mean? Team, Timo Werner is, he's still um, having chances made for him. We're seeing Mason Mount uh, find his find his role, being a leader. Like we're seeing that Christensen emerging, you know, playing as part of a back three. Aspilicueta having another resurgence. I just love the... Um, the, the fact that he's empowering players to, to be the best version of themselves. Hanson Adoy, the, I feel like the role that he's in right now is good, bro. Like, maybe, you know, it's not ideal, but he's, as I said, he's kind of like a spare man. So in games where you're dominating the ball, he's basically got the right wing to operate by himself. But um, yeah, man, I, I have to give Tushu a lot of credit. I think I saw it from the moment that he touched down as well. I didn't want to be reactionary, but I saw that the his priority was, let's keep the ball, let's, you know, Limit limit the chances that the opponent are gonna have to hurt us, and then we'll um, see what we can do in that in that moving forward. But um, how do you see it, man? In terms of, you know, is it a 
sustainable approach, you know, dominating the ball at all times? And also, how did you, what's your thoughts on the Liverpool game as well? Because obviously that was a big game, big result. Um, yeah, what's your, your takeaways from that game? You're muted still. First Liverpool game, just to get that out of the way, look, we went to Anfield and popped them. We popped them oh. off the park. I don't even care. Um, yeah, you could say Liverpool is the best time to play them and whatnot, but you can make the argument. It's also great. It's good to play Chelsea. Chelsea are known for being charity FC, known for giving teams <laughs> wins when they need a win. Like when you need a win, we always Chelsea fans know it. When a striker needs a goal, when a team needs a win, you play Chelsea and you'll get that win. Do you know what I'm saying? And so we need to we need to break that shackle off of us. That's not a tag that we want to consistently see. Um we pop them. And the 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 less said about that game in particular, the better. Like we pop them. Um, we deserve more goals. We deserve more I, goals. Definitely, but I like the way that he basically clocked. They're gonna play a high line. As much as Giroud is playing well for us, this is a team of Werner game. Do you know what I mean? We need guys with pace in behind. We're going to be direct. And that's an adjustment from what you've done throughout his, his time. So I like the fact that he's, you know, adjusting uh, game to game. That's And he got and the result while he's doing it. What he's done is he's come in and said, let me set up my team in a way which will get me results. This is a results business. I need to be in the Champions League next season. And then we assess... Next season, every team's gonna get a preseason. Now we're gonna we're gonna have the conditioning and all of the stuff that we missed out on last year. It's not gonna be straight back into it. So it's important. Like I guess that's one of the things Lampard did get to miss out on. Team chemistry can be built during preseason, pa attacking patterns of play, schemes, all of that kind of stuff. Like it all can be built during the preseason. But in terms of this season and going forward, look, it's great to be unbeaten. Great to have only conceded two goals. One goal being a um, an own goal, and the other goal being just a lapse in concentration um, from Zuma. So look, I'm I'm very very happy with the way um, my team's playing right now. I think you got to give a lot of credit to a lot of uh, how he's. The, what Lampard didn't do well is he had a huge squad, and what what tends to happen when you have a huge squad is that when you don't win games consistently. There's going to be rumblings in the squad. There's going to be players saying, "Why am I, I should be playing?" Exactly. Things like that. Because they're good be, enough. Yeah. No. There's going to be egos. There's going to be everything like that. Mm -hmm. But what Tuchel has done is he's utilized the squad very, very well. Chilwell wasn't bad runner form. Now, last two games, Chilwell's been very, very good. Hudson yeah. Odoi started hot, started fiery. He's kind of cooled down a bit now. He's taken him out of the firing line. He'll be back. No worries about that. Timo Werner, bad runner form. He's broken his goal duck in Tuchel's reign. He's looking more effective. Yep. Giroud, doing what Giroud normally does. Thiago Silva goes down. Christensen, big, big performance. Oh, even Aspilicueta, bro. Aspilicueta was looked at as a backup for Reese James. Now, he's starting every week again. Starting every week in that third centre-back role. Reese James as well, who was started the season off red hot, was very, very good. Slowed down a bit. Now he's coming back into form. Then you look at Rudiger, Rudiger, who a lot of Chelsea fans yeah. have got done with. He's come back and despite his own goal, which wasn't really, it was his fault. It was a, it was an unfortunate mistake. So it was still his fault, but unfortunate. He's come in and he's looked solid as ever. So look, there's guys that are just looking great. Kante as well, looking monstrous yeah, now. Even Kovacic, bro. Kante, Kovacic, Jorginho, bro. Like, these guys are looking solid. And what's good and is that? What, how, another, basically, a bit of a tangent in it. The three at the back is. Do you think that will become a trend, or do you think that will just be like? If you know Tuchel, Tuchel is someone who plays 
game by so he has the same system, but it's a game to game basis. No, I'm talking league wide, league wide. What do you mean? Like, it, you, do you think a lot of teams will look at you banging free at the back and be like, "Raw, we want to adopt that system now"? It's what happened under Conte. Conte did it. When Conte did it for Chelsea, we even saw Pep play free at the back. Bro, so, like, it can have. It can have. It, look, it has its 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 good its um, strengths and it has its weaknesses. I think what's good is that we know that we won't only be banging the four at. I mean, the three at the back. We know Tuchel's going to play the four at the back. I think what he's doing is just he's utilizing the system, which gets best the best out of the players that we have currently. And you have to remember a lot of these players, um, like they Conte, Sari, um, Lampard. Like it, it's not been consistent. You know a big reason why Sari wasn't as effective as I think he could have been, and I think Sari is a very good manager, is because he had a lot of players that suited a, a back five. As We're opposed round holes, fam. Exactly. That's why when Lampard came in, Lampard utilized the three at the back at times to, yeah. to get the best out of the team because we still have a lot of three five two three four three, three five. Five players. Yeah. So yeah, no, but Tuchel deserves a massive, massive credit because. A lot of Lampard lovers were just too lost in the fact that, yeah, he was a legend and stuff like that. But, bro, at the end of the day, football... And this this is why I like Roman, man. As much as he made mistakes in terms of managers, what, what I believe the two cool signing is, is that Lampard Sari have been precursors to Tuchel. Tuchel is the guy to win us, the, to give us, provide us stability and maybe even longevity because he's a manager with great ideas, he's a manager who's smart, he's thinking. Yeah. I guess, of course, the major t- thing has always been whether he can get along with the board, but he says he's coming to coach. And if you say you're cu- you've come into coach, I mean, like, Chelsea job, you have to be a coach. Like, and fam, and even coach. in the, I like his approach to the media as well, yeah. man. Like, he's an honest guy. Yeah. Um, even the squad, like he he took he, he's not he's frank about uh, guys in the squad. He's even no time, bro. No because <laughs> Frank had no honesty when he when it came to <laughs> his thing was the players weren't working hard enough. If you work hard enough, then you you win results, bro. And the fact the fact of the matter is, the more and more you see us play, the more you see Lampard's deficiencies or the deficiencies of Lampard's Chelsea team was a systemic one. Not yeah. a personnel one. No, These yeah. are the same players playing for Tuchel. And fam, and it, it makes sense because you said it. These guys are used, still used to the three-five-two. They're three-five-two players or three-four-three players. And we didn't. I don't think we saw Lamps adopt that system enough. Yeah, no facts, 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 definitely. So, but before we move on, in it, same question you asked me. Um, what ad- additions do you think you need? Because it's Championship expectations next season, Premier League expectations. What additions do you think you need to be in a position to win the I league? Think you. This is this is more personal than what I think potentially will happen. I think you personally bring back Tomori. I think Tomori would be perfect. Under <laughs> Look, he's 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 playing well for AC Milan. Another yeah. and he's a ball player, ball playing defender, ball playing defender, quick, doesn't make mistakes, can header as well. So you you got to give him his props. I think and even so... if you, he's your fifth choice, like. I think That's... he sells Zuma. You want to sell Zuma? I think he sells Zuma because think about it. If Zuma had a great season, one, Zuma can give you a lot of um, funds. Zuma, you can get 40 M's for Zuma easily. Easy. Young centre-back, 
he 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 basically suits another system. Tuchel's defenders need to have or be aesthetically pleasing on the eye when mm-hmm. they're playing on the ball. And Zuma just doesn't have that. At the end of the day, I think he had a good season, but obviously he's tailed on and he even made the mistake against Southampton, which has obviously kept him out of the team. I love his personality. I think he's great in the locker room. You see the videos, but at the end of the day, is he a too cool player? I don't think so. I think you also sell one of Christensen and Rudiger. I think it will be Rudiger because Christensen's having like the resurgence of his life. Um, I think you bring in, you need a cent, you need a centre mid. I believe a Tiago Sentiment. I I don't know if we'll be able to get or a DM, someone who can break the lines from DM, like Partey, someone who can get it to the 10. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Quickly. Like yeah. that's what we need, isn't it? And Tomorrow. then and then yeah, potentially, potentially. And then you need not a striker, you need Ireland. <laughs> not a striker. Ling, do it a madness. If we didn't come off, what to, what to, we're talking, about, we're talking about Havertz and Werner being must-buys because of the times and the availability and that. If Erling Haaland is available for any price, you, have to I, you know, I think you, if it requires a world transfer record, I believe you do it. Bro. You have to do it. 200 guy, M. I'm bro, ready. And listen, the guy's, the guy's 20 years of age. If you want, if you're willing to splash the cash, you can have him for the next 10 years. He'll get you 400 goals, bro. <laughs> as in, the guy will do, do it. Right like, and one thing is, one thing he showed me in that Bayern game, not to talk about it too much, because obviously we've got a European show where, we'll, where everyone's going to break it down tomorrow. But, like, he showed me that he doesn't even need to feed off of in-behind balls. He can bro. bring the ball down smack it from outside the box. Like, his finishing is... Like, Second to none, bro. And that's, that's, like, bro. that's what I always say to you. It's on... Sometimes it's on the players to adjust. Because the top quality players, you don't need things to be perfect. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to be in an ideal circumstance. You, you can yeah. still be able to thrive. I feel like a guy like Erling Haaland, bro, you put him up top for Burnley, you put him up top for anybody, create chances, he's putting them in the back of the net. So, I mean, I feel like he, he's just that caliber of player to where he, you can put him anywhere on the planet, bro. The guy's going to get you goals, fam. That's what I'm saying. And I'm even looking, I'm try, it's, what I've been trying to get up is his um is his goal tally. And in the Bundesliga, bro, in the Bundesliga alone, 34 games, 32 goals. Like, bro. do you know what that is? I think he does even a stat. I think his career goals is 70, 70, 70. Eight goals, seventy-seven games, something like that. Anyway, he has more goals. At than Twenty games. years of age, bro. It's just silly, man. It's 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 unbelievable. Like, and the thing is, maybe it's a question for another day. But I'd even say, like, he's almost like you see how Kane scores his goals. You have a younger and a slightly better version of that. Do you bro. know what I'm saying? And I think yeah, everything. I feel like he's a, he's a better athlete. Yeah, okay. and everything everything just looks better when when you're left footed as well. Lefty, so, yeah, trust yeah, me. <laughs> just want I just want Haaland, man. I Listen, Harland. if you can get Erling Haaland, for me you'd be the favourites because that that's that's what you're missing right now. You're missing a guy who's potent, a guy that he doesn't need a couple chances to do the damage. Give him one chance, he's putting the ball in the back of the net. That's yeah. why I, why everyone loves Sergio Aguero so much. 
Do you know I mean? Because even though he ain't on the pitch right now, bro, stick him on the pitch. We got full confidence that he'll get you goals. Do you know what I mean? And Erling Haaland, he, he's that kind of guy, fam. Uh, if you can get it. But I, I can't lie. I think it's going to be a bidding war for him, man. I think City yeah. are going to go sniffing. United Look, are going to go sniffing. I think the only, in my personal opinion, like if I'm being honest with you, the only team that can take him off of us is City. I don't think Real Madrid, Barcelona have better projects than us. Unless, of course, unless Bayern Munich are trying to, but I don't think yeah, Bayern... The, the, um, the incentive of being the guy who basically rebuilt Real Madrid, that's... Do you know what I mean? No, that's I know, cool. I know. But what you... I feel like what what he's thinking about is, look, you've got, like, projects, the City project, the Chelsea project. If And in his head, he wants to be the best in the world. I think in his head, he's thinking about the Ballon d'Or and... Like, Champions League, winning the Champions League. Ballon d'Or, Champions League. And if, realistically, where do you think... Because Messi, Messi's, like, he's going to... He's, he's going to... Like, the Messi-Ronaldo reign, I think, is done now. It's well and yeah, truly yeah. done when yeah. it comes to Ballon d'Ors now. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to solidify yourself as a Ballon d'Or, where, playing where gives you the opportunity to get that longevity. Premier League will give you more credits, more 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 Definitely. more tokens in your pocket Definitely. if you can dominate the Premier League as Definitely. the main man. Do you know what I'm saying? So like it like for example, look at Suarez now. Suarez season at Liverpool in a, in in another year where there's no Messi and Ronaldo, he could That's arguably win it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like so sure. you come to the Premier League and you bag 34 goals in a season. What? And the good thing for him is he's still so young to where this doesn't have to be his last move. Do you know what I mean? So he can see it as, exactly. I don't have to be here long term. Do you know what I mean? Let me go come to England, show what I can do. Then once, you know, Real Madrid or Barca are back on their feet, maybe I can go there, you know, and, and win some stuff over there. But I, I, it's going to be, the, the, the Haaland sweepstakes this summer, huge, bro, because he, he is probably the most valuable Piece on the board right now, unless Mbappe maybe moves, but and I know people are saying, and I and I said he reminds in terms of his goal scoring ability, he reminds me of Kane. Well, do you know who else he reminds me of? He reminds me of Rude Van Nistelrooy. Van Nistelrooy, yes, yes, because cerebral assassins, finishers, like oh. guys who who you give them one chance, they can be missing in the whole game. And they get one chance and they score. And it's in the back of them. They're, they're bullies. They're bullies. Like, do you know what I'm saying? They're ruthless, bro. Ruthless. And that's why I said Diego Costa is the most underrated signing in, in Chelsea's history because we got him for a bargain and he proved that to be excellent. If not for, like, beef and stuff like that, he could have been yeah. at Chelsea for a while. And we've missed that presence up front. It's the presence. Someone who puts or strikes fear into opponents. Mm. And that's the thing is, I feel like... Not speaking about you, but I feel like people think that he a lot of his game is the running and behind thing. Bro, he's a big guy. Like More he's than, strong enough yeah. to come to Chelsea, I believe, and be the mate, the, the, the only striker, hold Facts. up the ball, get guys involved, Facts. top one, two, running behind. I think he's literally like a, a mixture of like a Lewin, not Lewandowski, Ibrahimovic, and yeah. then a like a no, even like Lewandowski, bro. Lewandowski, bro. he's got he's got everything, bro. everything tools like think about it like this you know you see you see when you can have only five attachments on a on a on a um on a quad yeah. front yeah he he has unlimited as you can have <laughs> you can have fmj you can have um Ooh, uh, the silent side he's got grit 
Bro, he's got it all. He's got it all, man. He's got it all, man. But now, nah, hey, listen, I don't know, man. It's going to be very interesting to see where he ends up, man, because 20 years of age and he's already going to be a huge part of the power shift in European football. Like that is uh that's huge. Whoever gets Haaland is 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 eaten for the next couple of years, man. It's guaranteed, it. bro. You got the best striker probably in the world for the next five, ten years, bro. So yeah, man. You're good, yeah. fan. But let's let's transition to the last segment. Special one. Obviously, we've got the all-star game tonight, basketball all-star game. So I wanted to do a little Premier League version. Yeah. Uh, we ha- we obviously saw the draft where um LeBron KD drafted their teams. I wanted to do a little FIFA Street style. Five-a-side team. We've got to draft our five-a-side team um, from the Premier League based on this season. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically all the rules. Pretty simple. Me and you, obviously, it would have been better if there was more of us, but two man up. We'll see who gets the best lineup. Probably yeah. drop a poll. We'll drop a poll on Twitter tomorrow. Um, let us know what you guys think. But, um, yeah, man, drafting guys basically based on the success of this season. Um, yeah. Go ahead, bro. you got the first pick. Oh, boy, um, pressure's on, bro. First pick, first pick is pressure, bro. No, but you gotta, we gotta be fair in it. You gotta go, you can't just pick your the best player, you gotta go goalkeeper, then go. Ah, no, 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 you pick, you pick the best players available. No, 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 that's not the let's, no, let's what do you mean? Way. Yes, yes, let's yes. Let's because go, then let's... we'll see what you prioritize. All right, cool, cool. Um, pressure's yeah, on. Pressure's on. <laughs> I, I don't think. Look, I think five aside. Who am I picking? I'm picking. I'm picking based on this season. I'm picking Bruno, man. Because look, you have to think about it like this. Yeah, you want guys who can who are neat and tidy. I think he's neat and tidy. And then five aside, you only need like he's going to be in front of goal. He doesn't need to play the final ball for me. Go and score. The score and he will do that. Bruno scores all types of goals. And he one thing that's underrated about Bruno is he is a workaholic, like he's drunk, like yeah. he's drunk, like yeah. he runs even even lost chicken, yeah, bro. He just <laughs> keeps running. That's why I'd love to see Fergie um um with Bruno. Like uh, the, the player he could become under Fergie would have been bro. unbelievable. I right? remember well Pogba, you had Pogba as well. Imagine uh like the them man coming through together or something like that. Even Pogba coming through into those teams, it would have been yeah. such an experiment. But um, my pick, it. I'm going to go with someone who did something crazy today, boy. Harry Bloody Kane. The goal that he scored today, oh my days. First time, yeah. whipped it into the far corner, side netting, ball sliding in the back of the net like it was galactic football or something. Yeah, Harry Kane... Uh, one of the best players in the world this season for me. Um, most assists in Europe. Saw that stat earlier on today. Um, I think he's got 14 goals, something like that. He's on pace for Thierry on retype season, bro. 30-20. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And we already know he's um, got numerous facets to his game. Can hold the ball up, get you goals, get you assists. Um, can even slot in uh, defensively, do a job. So listen, g- give me the big man, H. Kane. I hear you. I hear you. Um, who am I going for next? The guy that I'm going for next, I'm just trying to have a think about the guys in the league that like have balled out. But I think the guy that, the guy that I'm going for next is Jack Jack Grealish. When I'm talking about five-a-side ballers, I'm thinking about the five-a-side team that, that balls out for me. 
So I've got the workaholic in Bruno Fernandez, but then and, and he's a baller as well. Let's not like people say final ball and all of that, bro. Five aside, I don't need all of the. I don't need everyone who need to, bro. He, Bruno can spearhead the team for me, in fact. So he doesn't even need to play the final ball. You know what I'm saying? And 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 Bruno Bruno's a very very good shoot striker of the ball. Like he's a very good striker that gets it on target. And if I ever said, if you strike it powerfully enough, it's going in. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm taking I'm taking Bruno. I'm taking I mean Jack Grealish. Sorry, Jack Grealish. I think he's the most foul player in the league. Um, he's probably third year on the spin, fam. You can't get the ball off him. Like yeah. simple as that's just what it is. You cannot get the ball off Jack Grealish. He is not getting dispossessed. You have to foul him to get the ball. And I need that guy, Techie. And he's gonna be in the running for the player of the year, in my opinion, because what he's done for that Villa team this season. Like, let's not get it twisted. Villa should have arguably got relegated last season. And now he's he's stepped because of him, they didn't get relegated, and now he stepped it up as well. So Jack Grealish for me, man. Listen, I'm hoping that, that that's the duo we're seeing at Old Trafford next season, man. Can only hope and pray because that 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 would be fireworks at OT. But my next pick, I'm gonna go with a defender, someone who has been a standout performer this season, throwback defender, first year in the league, solidified, um, probably the best team on the planet right now, which we just whacked. But he solidified their defense. Um, young guy, but um, big fan, Ruben Diaz, man. Um, yeah. Me, five five aside, I'm going with one defender. And if I need one guy, if I'm going to go with one guy, I want it to be him. The yeah. warrior um, will let very few things go past him. Um, I, as I said, come in and had a statement season. I'm going to go with Ruben Diaz as my lone defender. I hear you. I hear you. My lone defender um, will tough be... One. I'm stuck between two guys in it. Um, give a shout out to Thomas Suchek. If I was making an eleven aside, I think he'd be there. Um, I think he's been quality this season for West Ham. Who are and pushing for goals, fam. Bro, if you if you want to talk about Warriors, bro, Donny will get bucked in the head, will be bloody, and will still dive with with, with his head to 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 make a goal saving clearance. So yeah. Thomas Suchek, shout out him. But in terms of my five aside, I'm keeping with the trend of being able to 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 kick ball, and I'm going with Wesley Fofana. I think the speed, I think the the, the ability to clean up yep. after my guys in case they lose the ball. I think the 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 work the workaholic nature in him, and he's an underrated like header of the ball. Yep. He's very very good in the air. So Wesley Fofana, and he's like, hey, bro, let's start where they are because Wesley Fofana has taken a huge step up. We're talking yeah. about when Saliba came to Arsenal, they were saying he was the Mbappe of centre-backs. And bro, when, remember last when, season what we were saying about Sionchu, bro, saying that he's one of the best centre-backs in the league. He's been injured most of the season. Exactly. So, Wesley Fofana, for him to be the, the underlooked partner, the guy no one really appreciated when Saliba made his move, it's like Saliba got the big move and he got the like, the, little, the lesser move. It's looking yeah. like the other way around now. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So... And he's adapted very, very well. And I think he's got a, there's a big move in for him. Like, if you're talking about spending AEMs on a centre back, I'd rather spend AEMs on him and then AEMs on um, Harry Maguire. Facts. 10 times out of 10. United would dream of having him in, uh, inside of Maguire alongside Lindelof right now. But, yeah. um, and they're If took in this season, Wesley Fofana has definitely been one of the best centre backs in the league this season. But, um, so I got um, okay. uh, Harry Kane and Ruben Diaz. I'm going to go with... Mm. Oof. 
Come on, you have to. Yeah, listen, there's only one place I can go. E.K. Gundawan. E.K. Gundawan this season has been, for me, he's probably the player of the year. You know, had a had a great stretch during the season, showed that he can um, score goals, added goals to his game. Um, third man run. But uh, this season's also been a madness in terms of um, making that third man run. But um, he can also control the game. We know that, you know, if you ask him to sit back, uh, be a deep-lying playmaker, he can do that. But um, as I said, he can also contribute to attacks as well. You have H. Kane holding it up, Gundogan steaming in behind. They're dumb, putting that away in the, in the bottom corner. But um, yeah, man, based on this season, i got to go with E.K., man. He's too good to leave on the board at this point. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, look, I'm surprised you left um, KDB off. I thought you'd go with KDB. I think Gundogan's been better this season. No, that's fair enough. The funny thing is, I'm either gonna leave KDB for you if you if you want him. Um, to, to the the last outfield player on my team that I'm picking in my very very attacking team is Mohamed Salah. Liverpool haven't had a great season. Mohamed Salah is still the top goal scorer in the league. I believe he has 17 goals, something like that. Even in all comps, we're in the Premier League. Mohamed yeah. um, Salah is that player who is incessant. Or is it, I think that's the word anyway, when it comes yeah, to scoring yeah. goals. Like, he is a goal scorer. I've I've come out and said it with my chest. I believe he's the best goal scoring winger the Premier League has ever seen. Yes, even above Ronaldo. Because when I think about longevity, Ronaldo did start as a goal scoring winger. He ended that way. Yeah. And he had his better years as well at Real Madrid. So, when it comes to goal scoring. So, Mohamed Salah, from day dot, like from week one. Actually, not even from week one because he started off slow. But he he grew into his role, became... That uh, season was stupid, though. Bro, that season was brazy. And look, it's very, very hard to keep up record-breaking heights. But the fact that he's been able to carry on that 20 goals per season um, ratio, that's unbelievable. And then when you think about five side, Salah is stronger than people think. Like, bro. he can hold off a man. Like, I don't know yeah. if you saw the game today here where he was holding off, Um, I think it was the, the centre-back. Like, and I'm thinking, brother, this cat is holding you off. You can't bro. even do anything. It's all of them, the Azards, the Messi, yeah. them low center of gravity guys. You don't move them Bro, off the ball. You don't move them off the ball at all. Like, and I think even for him, he uses his strength more than those guys, rather than using his body. Like, he uses his strength. Like, and then you talk about finishing, and then like, you know, those like sometimes he has those scruffy finishes, but they're effective. Like, he'll kick it into the ground, and it just does a little bobble. How you get the numbers up, B? how you get the numbers man so 30 goals as well yeah in terms of my outfield guys for you have Fofana you have um what's it called you have Grealish you have Bruno and you have Salah man all out attack before I pick my goalkeeper on the next pick that's that's that one two one you know like that man Martin so I got Ruben Diaz my centre back I got um HK and Gundogan so I'm gonna go last outfield player yeah I was going to be sneaky and take a keeper just to get him off the board, but let me, I, I won't do that. Yeah, I will. Funny. Yeah, to be honest, it don't really matter. My last out, outfield player, mm, I'm going to go with someone who, ugh, I don't know, man. I, I want to go with him, but there's yeah, options, listen. There's options. Yeah, there's, there's options. bare options. There's bare options, but I'm going to go with someone who is much maligned, highly criticised, but in a five-a-side situation, <laughs> don't buck him one-on-one. -on -one. And that is Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford, I believe, is he's so talented, he can go anywhere, 
in the world, be on a pitch with anyone, and on his day, he can be the best player on that pitch. Mm. Um, if we're talking high-end talent, I don't think he gets much better than Marcus Rashford. Um, for as much of the stick that he gets, he's putting together a brilliant season. Um, I think he's over-criticised. You know, he's not obviously not cute on the eye, but um, he's effective, man. And if you're asking a defender who's someone you don't want to go up against, Marcus Rashford is the guy. Have a word with, with Trent. Have a word with a few guys that have faced, faced the wrath of, of Marcus Rashford. Um, the numbers that he's put up this season, um, again, on pace to be another uh, 20 and 10 season. Um, Marcus Rashford, man, I, I feel that he's he's actually underrated when it comes to um, you know Premier League youngsters. And if we're talking about five-a-side setting, it don't get much more dynamic. Than I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, though, I'm hearing, though, um, AC and Aspilicueta have Marcus Rashford in the back pocket still. Allow it, man. Allow it. <laughs> man, I said AC. <laughs> AC and that, you know, like that. AC way, AC higher than that. <laughs> Chelsea fans know about that, but nah, man. Yeah, Rashford's a good pick. I think, when I think about best performers, though, of the season, I'm not sure, because it's, it's inconsistency with Marcus Rashford, if that's you would agree. Big, but that's why I said on his day, on my days. And listen, it's a five-a-side, five-a-side tournament or game. If the Marcus Rashford that I'm talking about shows up, he'll win MVP of that tournament. Don't matter who's on the pitch. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, goalkeepers, man. I think it's easy. I think the best goalkeeper this season has been Emmy Martinez. I think right. he's been quality, 14 clean sheets. I think he's second in terms of clean sheets, in terms of keepers in the league. Only behind Edison and Man City. And I think that's more to do with Man City rather than it is to do with Edison. Yeah. I could say the clean sheets that Aston Villa have got a lot of had to do with Martinez. There's one save he made against um, um, Wolves um, in the game that happened just the, the past week that I said, oh my goodness, like the reflexes are there. He commands his box. I was even saying that Chelsea should buy him when we were looking for a key. Like, I, yeah. I really like him. And look, I know a lot of people are saying it was a mistake for Arsenal to sell him. I still disagree with that because like, fair enough. Yeah, cool. I just don't, I, I don't put his, his selling in the same category as like a Lukaku, De Bruyne, a Salah type thing. Yeah, because no, those, those were those were game-changing players. Like players who, if you had them now, you're looking at a dynasty at Chelsea. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But, but, and Leno's still a good keeper, man. Like, I don't think, if, if Martinez mm -hmm. plays for Arsenal, I don't think Arsenal go higher in the, in the standings than they already are in it. But uh, anyway, each there. But in terms of him and Aston Villa, that is a coup. Like when you talk about bargain oh. buyers, that is the bargain buyer of all bargain buyers. Villa needed a keeper desperately, got a quality, quality shot stopper, someone who can also, I mean, his distribution is the only thing I think he needs to work on. But the way he commands it, what, what, what I like about him so much is for a guy of that size to be that athletic is scary, bro, because not only reflex-wise, as you said, in terms of crazy saves, the way that he uh, moves his feet in terms of commanding his area, bro. He, do you know what I mean? He he's a well-rounded keeper, yeah, and um, people word. don't people don't look at him as a a veteran, but really and truly, he's like nearly thirty. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm he's, 20, I think he's twenty-eight. So he's still got yeah, time. Twenty-eight, so. twenty-nine. Do you know what I'm saying? He's he's this a season keeper, bro. This is what this is big props to him as well. The keeper he reminds me of is Petr Cech. Yes, bro. Yes, it's because Petr Cech. When it came to like footwork, shot stop, fundamentals, fundamentals, like for his size as well, how he was able to move effortlessly, effortlessly on the line, 
that's what he reminds me of. And then again, distribution. Perchek wasn't a keeper who played with the ball at his feet. I'd mm. even say that if Pep came into Man Chelsea, he, there's the potential he would sell Perchek because he didn't play with the ball at his feet. But in terms of everything else, bro, <laughs> Perchek was, uh, especially his Chelsea stint, bad boy keeper. And Emmy Martinez has those fundamentals on lock. Like when you talk about lockdown fundamentals of a keeper he's got everything in leaps and bounds man so he rounds out my team and he shots the you need a shot slopper and five aside man you need that guy facts facts yeah we'll, we'll recap the teams once we're done last pick i'm gonna go with edison pretty you know uh self-explanatory um would you go with, would you go with the hair maybe shot stopping no 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 <laughs> uh edison can basically listen it's gonna be um Rush goalie as well for my team. <laughs> it's going to be Rush goalie, fam. Yeah, because Edison ain't trying to be cooling at the back there. He's basically another centre midfielder. Can even come in and play up top for us, bag a couple goals. Um, his shot stopping obviously might be a bit questionable. Has a few mistakes here and there. But listen, we say that about some of the best we've ever seen. You know, no, no one's perfect. He's obviously yeah. got a bit, couple flaws. But if you're talking about on the ball, he's probably one of the best keepers we've ever seen. Um yeah. Small pitch, big pitch. I think his distro will always be A1. On the yeah. ball, A1. He can dribble as well. So, Edison's my guy, man. But let's let's recap the teams before we um, wrap it up. And uh, obviously, we'll drop a poll. Uh, my team, I got uh, Edison in goal. Uh-huh. Ruben Diaz, the Man City duo. And Gundogan as my centre midfielder as well. Um, so, that's a nice little City spine there that i got going on. Bit blasphemous, but what can I say? Um, I got obviously Marcus Rashford as my my weapon in the clip, deadly weapon, and then um, we got Mister Mr. Reliable, Mister Go To, Big Harry Kane. That's Triple my line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah, um, yeah, good team, good team, not bad. But for talking about Father Sad, he's winning on a day. You got to go with my team. We got we got a big Emmy in goal. Yeah, he's sticking in goal, shot stopping for you. We got big Wesley for Fana, like ball playing centre back who easily could pass as a centre mid, bro. You don't even look like a centre back, but <laughs> you don't you, you don't want to buck him one on one. Rashford don't want him. Rashford don't want it one on one. Then you got big Jay Grealish, big Jack Grealish, like baller. You ain't getting the wall off him. Then you got um, Bruno Fernandez, like I mean, when you talk about nuisances and guys who annoy you but just get the job done he's that guy like he is that guy he gets you goals and then you got probably one of the most annoying players for other guys but one of the most effective players in the league Mohamed Salah up front leading the land for me a nice blend a nice mix do you know what I'm saying so boy and bro look do you know what? It's mad how I've got two Aston Villa players. It just shows how well they're doing this season as well. Bro, they're, they're having a serious, serious season, man. But um, yeah, listen, as I said, we'll drop the polls tomorrow as well once the episode out. But um, I enjoyed it a lot, man. Um, it Because it, 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 I don't know if you watch JJ Reddit's podcast, but he does uh, drafts at the end of every show as well. So might be something that we do often, man. Maybe not, you know, um, like a five-a-side type situation, but I know, like it. I like it. That mini drafts, in it. Yeah, like, I like it. Now, I, I proper like it still. I proper like it. But now, nah, man. Um, obviously, before we wrap up, there's a number of shows coming to you this week. 
Um, we've got the Chelsea show coming to you on Thursday. That's a new thing that's going to be happening. Talk Your Talk, obviously, is like the fan channel of Eyes on the Ball. So where fans get to talk their talk on their teams. Obviously, me being a Chelsea fan, Darren being a United fan, we're bringing you the Chelsea and United shows first. Going to bring you, be bringing them back more regularly. Obviously, we were just testing the waters with them with a couple of episodes that we brought back in a day. Um, we've also got a European show that's going to be happening now. It's going to be a guy... The Euro expert, Alex, you're going to get to meet him a lot more. He's a top quality guy. He's going to be hosting that show. It's going to be a great show where he breaks down all the leagues, La Liga, um, Bundesliga, um, Serie A, Ligue 1. Like he's got all the knowledge on that, all the stats, all the graphics, everything, the databases, like everything when it comes to that. So he's going to be breaking it down there. You're Obviously, you could see us on a couple of shows here and there. So... Yeah, man, and he's got a he's got a nice repertoire of guests who are going to be coming on each week. Football Heritage as well, Football Wednesday. Heritage. Look forward to usual, that. Usual, usual Wednesday. NBA episode as well. Get 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 ready for that. Been lacking a little bit, but listen, we're gonna the, the NBA. We we ain't on a joke no more. The playoffs are coming yeah, yeah. too. We're, we're not so, joking. We, yeah, we, we, we really NBA content. But we got to bring it out to you, man. And a, a lot of guys have even been saying. We've been lacking on the NBA thing, and mm. yeah, we we just got to pattern up with that. And then obviously, oh, bro, you, you might be seeing me next season on the NFL thing. You get me a <laughs> But fam, um, on that point, we've got some draft content coming out as well. We're actually gonna do our own eyes on the ball mock draft. So we're gonna do um, if you know uh, the NFL show, we got Bugs and Nadim. They're both gonna come up with their mock drafts. Gonna compare. Um, talk about some prospects coming into the league this year. So that should be a fire episode. Look forward to that. Um, probably right. a few weeks for that one because we're pre- obviously you got to look at the prospects, you know, do deep dives. But um, yeah, expect a fire NFL show in terms of the draft as well. Facts. And also, thank you guys for 200 subscribers, man. Right, like, fam. Come on. Come on. Really appreciate it, fam. We've been pushing, we've been grinding. We haven't even been doing this for long. So the fact that we're seeing... Um, some rewards from the hard work that we're putting in just goes to show that you lot are enjoying our content and we'll keep bringing out quality stuff for you Trust and we'll me. keep and we'll keep jugging do you know what I'm saying we don't On stop baby we don't stop Josh we're, we're sending out an APB for Josh <laughs> saying we're looking for him because he, he, he bottled it man big time bottled it big time Expect didn't show more. up bro didn't show up didn't show up to the party but it is what it is man and special announcement you know what, I leave it for next yeah, time. Yeah, leave that one, leave that one still, leave that one still. But yeah, it's been your boy Daniel and Darren, eyes on the ball, favourite lads. We out, man. Deuces.